the transfer portal is here to stay for better or for worse. And it looks like Arizona state is here to make the most of it. Let's talk about it on this edition of the locked on sun levels podcast. Our locked on sun devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona state sun devils, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in wherever you get your podcast. Hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I discussed yesterday about how important the transfer portal is going to be moving forward for college and as Arizona State especially. And that's what we're going to talk more about today is the transfer portal. And the I, I've got a small handful of guys that I'm looking at. I'm looking at who we need to replace and then the guys that we're bringing in, how to attack it, all that good stuff on this episode of the pod. But I chose a good day to start because we actually got our first commit through the transfer portal. It will be a a guard from Tallahassee Community College down in Florida named Malachi Davis. And Davis has been putting on a show in the NJCAA. So, you know, the NCAA, but for junior college. In their March Madness tournament, he was able to take his team to the Final Four. And in last week's performance, he dropped 48 points. Now, I'm not good at math. But that's a lot. That's a very big number. That That's big in the NBA. That's big in the NCAA. And that's big in the NJCAA. Like, that is that is astounding for him to put up that kind of production. And he had a very good season overall in the 37, play, 37 games that he's played. He's averaging over 17 points a game. He's shooting 50% from the field. He's shooting 34.9% from deep. He's almost 80% on the line. He he's that he's that shooter that you're looking for. So you're losing Desmond Cambridge Jr. You need to bring in somebody who's going to be able to help put points up on the board. And boom, that would be Malachi Davis. So he's going to get a great opportunity to be a starter for Arizona State, without a doubt. And there's tons and tons and tons of guys on the market to take a look at. Like I said, I made a short little list i've got five guys that i'm looking at in particular that we'll get to momentarily but i do want to mention that as much doom and gloom as i was about the transfer portal yesterday there is something important to remember when it comes to that and that's that the transfer portal is going to hurt but it's also going to build your team back up and arizona state is complete evidence of that they were dismantled last year for uh, just so so many different different reasons. You had guys that were running out of eligibility. You had guys that were transferring. Like you lost Jalen Graham, the, the transfer portal. You lost Marion Jackson and Kamani Lawrence, the eligibility. It was a team that was looking for new direction. And they go and they get four guys in the transfer portal who all end up starting the vast majority of the season and playing very, very well for you. If there is any any kind of like success to look at and model what you want after it's Arizona state and the way they were able to attack the transfer portal. 
this is now going to potentially be your way of life. As a famous Negan once said from The Walking Dead, this is your way of life now. The more you fight it, the harder it will be. And for Arizona State, they're going to have to understand that the transfer portal is going to hurt them a lot, and it's also going to build them right back up. They've already lost DJ Horn, who was a starter last year, Jemiah Neal, Austin Nunez, projected starters for this year, and Enoch Bache, a former top 50 prospect. That's a lot to lose in one offseason. We might not even be done yet. Who knows? You could still see some guys end up leaving the program for more opportunities. But they are so far from the only guys in the portal. I saw today there are over a thousand players, scholarship players, that have entered the transfer portal. So for what it's worth, I think yesterday I was very doom and gloom. And it's not just an Arizona State problem. Arizona State is getting hit hard. Absolutely, they are. But they're far from the only program that's going through this. Kansas is losing tons of guys. Uh, Arizona is losing Kirk Creesa. I'm sure they're losing some other guys that I haven't kept up with. Like, it's not just the, the decent programs like Arizona State. It's the contenders like the Kansases of the world and the Arizonas of the world that are also losing kids to the transfer portal. This is just the way it is. And as Billy Bean said in Moneyball and to the Oakland A's, adapt or die. And Arizona State is going to need to adapt. If they can continue what they did last year, they should be able to do that no problem. They, they really did an outstanding job with the transfer portal last year to bring in the Cambridge brothers, to bring in Warren Washington, and to bring in Frankie Collins. And they were all so important for what you were able to do and accomplish this year. Will you be able to get that same kind of batch? Probably not. Because that felt like a special batch for Arizona State. But man, there's, there's a lot of guys out there to try and take swings on. And I mean, there's some really, really talented kids that just entered the portal. There's a former five-star that's out there. There's hundreds of four-stars probably if I took the time to scroll through everything. But I mean, just from the little bit I was looking at, four, 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 four. Like there's nothing short of talented players in the transfer portal right now for every team to fancy. So for Arizona State, they should be feeling good about their, their potential to go into the transfer portal walk out with some guys that they feel confident with, move forward as a team, and who knows, maybe even play better basketball next year. You never know. But looking at the transfer portal is what we're going to be taking a look at today. So let's go ahead and do that. Before we get that far, though, I do want to talk about our friends over at FanDuel. The tournament is heating up, and there's no place to get in on the action better than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot 
and a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right, let's let's go ahead and take a look at these guys that I have listed. I Like I said, there's legitimately 1,000 kids in this transfer portal right now. And I tried not to scrape off the top layer, but it was really hard not to. There were some things I tried to keep in mind here with Arizona State. They really, really used their guard play last year. They started four guards on a consistent basis with DJ Horn, um, Frankie, Frankie Collins, and the Cambridge Brothers. We're all starting guards. And then Washington was their center power forward kind of player for them. You potentially, potentially have Warren Washington returning. We still don't know yet. I do have an update I saw from Chris Cartman that Luther Muhammad was denied another year of eligibility. So he's gone as well. So there's a lot of replacing to do here. And you will be bringing back Frankie Collins and Devin Cambridge to your guard spots, but you're losing, uh, you're, you're losing four guards. So naturally I'm looking at a lot of guards to bring in for Arizona state. It's also hard to ignore some of the top end talent that's out there because just because Arizona state ran so many guards this past year, doesn't mean that they're going to do it every single year moving forward. I think Bobby Hurley does a pretty good job of just getting his best players on the court and adjusting to whatever he's got. But if you were to stay with this mentality of sort of small ball, like as close to small ball as you're going to get with a seven-footer in Warren Washington out there, that's kind of what I tried to keep in mind. Starting off the list, it's the number one prospect in the portal. There would This would be a dumb list if you didn't have the top prospect in the transfer portal on your short list of guys to bring in. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Kalel. Like, like, uh, like Superman, Kalel Ware. He is the center from Oregon, former five-star recruit, seven feet tall, 210 pounds. Um, was pretty decent in the time that he was able to get on the court for Oregon. Is looking for more starting time. This is where I don't know if it's a great fit for Arizona State. If, if Warren Washington is gone then yeah, you can probably pencil in uh, Kalel Ware to be the starter for the team because he'd be competing with Duke Brennan. And if you're comparing a five-star prospect to Duke Brennan, I'd feel better about the five-star, but neither here nor there. If Warren Washington is back, this is where it gets kind of fuzzy because regardless of my thoughts on Duke Brennan, who I do like, I do like Duke Brennan. The coaching staff really likes him and he got on the court a lot. And Enoch Vache was a higher rated prospect and somebody that I was very high on and he didn't get on the court a lot and he's transferring because of that. So if you, if you lose Warren Washington, this makes more sense. But if you don't lose Warren Washington, then I would tell you this is about as big a pipe dream as it's going to be. Like I said, the reason he's on my list, he's the number one prospect in the transfer portal and you're a team that needs the best talent available. Makes sense. Is it going to happen? I would bet a handful of mortgage payments that it will not happen. So I wouldn't worry about it, but I'd be remiss if I didn't have him. Caleb Love is second on my list. This is this is funny. I was talking to 
a good buddy of mine and we were talking about the 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 guys that Arizona State is going to want to look at in the transfer portal and I had brought up that a lot of people mentioned Caleb Love from North Carolina and he laughed and he said you know what's funny about him is he plays like Desmond Cambridge and I was like is that a good or a bad thing and he said yes Caleb Love is a shooter through and through just like Desmond Cambridge and he wasn't like the most automatic shooter in the world but shooter shoot uh he averaged 15 shots a game last year he was shooting just under 38 percent from the field and literally a tenth of a percentage under 30 percent from three that would stack up pretty comparably to uh to, to desmond cambridge and he was averaging 16.7 points a game where cambridge wasn't averaging 14. this would feel like pretty much a very similar guy to plug in he also would come in as a senior for the team. So another veteran guy who's been around college basketball for a while. He's been basically a full-time starter for uh, the Tar Heels for the three years that he's been in college. So this is this is a really, like, makes way too much sense not to happen for Arizona State's perspective, at least. For Caleb Love, dude, I, you could probably go anywhere. I don't know why you'd go to Arizona State, but we wouldn't complain. If we got a shooter like Caleb Love, down in Tempe to take over that that Desmond Cambridge kind of role. Uh, next guy I have is MJ Rice. Rice, a former four-star recruit. He is a guard forward kind of player. I think that he reminds me a bit of Jemiah Neal, and this is where I got excited to kind of mock him to Arizona State. Really not a lot to go off of. As a freshman last year, he only played seven and a half minutes a game and averaged two shots a game. What it's worth, he was shooting almost 41% from the field. But this would be a projection kind of thing. And this is where I like MJ Rice here for Arizona State is because I I was so, so excited about Jemiah Neal. And I want another guy to be excited about. And I think that MJ Rice could be that guy to generate that excitement not just for me, but for the rest of the fans as well, if we're able to finally drum up that interest and get people to buy into Arizona State Sun Devils basketball, I feel like MJ Rice could be a really good candidate to help people get to that point. Before we continue, I want to make sure that I shout out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players, throughout the college basketball landscape on Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. A couple more guys I want to shout out here and then some closing thoughts for you. Jameer Nelson is next up on my list. Jameer is another uh, veteran guy. He'll be going into his senior year. He has played four seasons, two of which were at George Washington and two of which the past two were at Delaware. He blew up for Delaware this past year. He ended up shooting 44.5% from the field, 30.7% from three, and was averaging 20.6 points a game. Again, similar to what I was saying with uh, Caleb Love, this, this feels like your Desmond Cambridge kind of guy, the guy that you trust to shoot the ball and just jack up as many shots as he can whenever he's got an opportunity. This is one of those guys that you would feel confident about. He does a little bit of everything for you, uh, looking at his overall like 
what's it called? Like box score, his, his resume. That's what I wanted to call it. It's pretty impressive. He's shooting 43.5% for his career, 31.3% from deep, uh, 14.2 points per game. And he actually in 2021-22 shot 36.4% from deep. So he can be an electric shooter for you. And this is going to need to be replaced. I've mentioned Desmond Cambridge a handful of times, but we also can't forget that you need to replace DJ Horn too. And you need to replace Austin Nunez off the bench, who was a dynamic three-point shooter. So Arizona State has several needs at guard right now to figure out. And if, if you brought in like a Caleb Love, a Jameer Nelson should not be someone to steer you away from bringing both of them in. And what I would really like about it is the veteran presence. I think that was one of the biggest strengths for the Sun Devils last year was so many senior guys on this team that were able to provide such a strong uh, veteran nucleus for, for the, for the, for the basketball team. And it felt like everything gelled better because you had so many veterans. And if you're going to continue to have to rely on the transfer portal, I think that that's the direction you need to go is probably getting some older guys. So Jameer Nelson Jr., uh, for what it's worth, is related to Jameer Nelson Sr., the guy who played with Orlando, I believe, way back when. So just for what it's worth. And then the last guy is a guy who should sound pretty familiar to some Pac-12 watchers is TJ Bamba, another dude, guard. He's uh, played in the Pac-12 at Washington State, so we're intimately familiar with him. He took off this past year and was averaging just shy of 16 points a game while shooting 42.6% from the field and 37.2% from deep. He's going to be a senior. Again, like copy-paste what I said about Caleb Love and Jameer Nelson, uh, Jameer Nelson Jr. for TJ Bamba. Is it's a guard, it's a veteran, he's a good shooter. This is this is the way for Arizona State is looking at these kind of uh veteran guard kind of players that can do a little bit of everything defensively. I'm not gonna lie, I can't tell you anything about any of these guys. I don't know if any of them are like elite defenders or if they're really, really bad defenders. That's gonna be something I need to look into more. This is a very surface level evaluation. Because obviously Arizona State prided itself off of a pretty good defense last year. And I'm sure that they would not like to revert to being a really bad defensive team in 2023-24. So overall, there is tons and tons and tons of players to take a look at in the transfer portal this year. I mean, you literally can just scroll and scroll and scroll and see nothing but four-star players that are in the portal right now. Arizona State should be a busy team. I would anticipate that they're going to bring in probably two or three more guys to come in and compete, maybe even more. I don't know. But Malachi Davis from Tallahassee Community College is a great start. Got to keep going. Got to keep making those moves, making those additions, and bringing in more competition for the team. And in the meantime, if you can get guys to exit the portal, like if DJ Horn wanted to come back, no one would complain. Bottom line, final thoughts. Transfer portal is going to be very important. I would love to see you recreate what you did last year with lots of veteran guys and lots of guards. I think that would be my kind of target list to look at. What do you guys think, though? Let me know in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrats36. You can find the podcast at LO underscore Sun Let me know what you guys think. 
tomorrow, I'm not sure yet what we'll be talking about. There's a very good chance that it's still going to be some basketball talk, but there's also a chance that we take a look at some football content as we get ready to head into another practice this weekend. But to stay in touch with everything that's going on with the Sun Devils, wherever you're reading your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. Until next time, though, you keep it locked right here. Unlocked on Sun Devils.